The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Running the Break. I'm Alex Wong here as always with CJ Toledano. CJ, feel weird today, man. No, this is like, is this our first time without a guest in like two months or something? It's It's been a minute, but dude, honestly, before the season kicks off, like it, it's going to come by fast. I know football season's just starting, but basketball is just going to come back and we're not going to know who each other are, so... We need this is this is time for us to get to know each other. Yeah, you know what? You're right though, man. Like I don't know about you, like this period, like this early September before training camp, before media day. This is when I try to just like disassociate from sports completely cuz I feel like this is the last time we get a we get a little break. And I know you're super busy during the season too cuz you know, I know yeah. you're doing your own thing and I know the brands are always calling CJ uh, <laughs> in for work. Uh, and like it really spend those brand dollars on <laughs> old CJ's brain. Yeah, and it really doesn't stop until like what June, July. I don't think it stops anymore. You know that. I mean, it's like you cover the Raptors pretty closely, but even you know covering one team, like there's just like there's summer league now. There's all that. I mean, we've talked about these these things over the last few episodes, but it, NBA is truly year round these days. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and like even today, I was like, wow, we'll take a break. And then I noticed this today was a big day, too, because all the NBA 2K ratings came out. Yes. Uh, first of all, are you a yes. big gamer? Like, are you still into video games? Dude, I, I, I'm into the games that I grew up on. Like every other tweet of mine, if anyone follows me, knows I'm always pleading for NBA Street to come back. Um, yes. I'm not like a big 2K guy. I, I've played 2K a bunch. Um, but not as deep as some people have. How about you? No, man. I'm like NBA Live 96 type of guy. Like, like I, go, <laughs> yeah. I go way back. I've tried the new games. I like I like when it was just like, you know, two, three buttons. Uh, and, you know, all the players look pixelated. But I'm so glad you brought up NBA Street. Uh, first of all, great soundtrack and, mm-hmm. and great gameplay. H- how would you rank NBA Street versus NBA Jam, though? Man, I feel like you can't compare them because we wouldn't have had NBA Street if it wasn't for NBA Jam. You know what I mean? And like, truly, I think anyone could just like get on the the NBA Jam sticks, and it it would be a pretty like fair um, competition. So, I mean, Street is my favorite, but uh, all all the props and respect to to Jam. What about you? Yeah, I you know I was thinking why don't they have new NBA Jam games? Like, isn't there a way for them to license this? Because I would love to run NBA Jam with, like, you know, Ja Moran and Jaron Jackson. Yes. Like, I would love, yes. like, a new age NBA Jam. Like, can we actually look into this? 
I, I would love to look into it and just like find out how and like maybe we can get involved. You know, we can lend some if there was like a podcast portion of the game. You know, you know how they have like my career in two K. Like they should have like the uh, they're running the break part of the career mode. Like, do you want to go on <laughs> uh, Alex and CJ's podcast? Like midway. No, between? no, no. I think I think you should be running a sneaker boutique. Um, yeah, I think yeah. That's what should be like happening, like in the game, in like the my career mode. Yeah, damn. I haven't <laughs> thought about NBA Street in so long. It's making me think of all those variations. Remember, I think there was like an NFL Blitz as well, right? Which was like was, by the uh, same game company. Yeah, like well, it kind of was like there was, you know, uh, Midway, which did Jam, Blitz, mm-hmm. Hits, and then EA Big started, and they did Street. Um, they did NBA street. They did NFL street. That was, again, like people always are like, how come you guys are always so nostalgic for all the stuff you loved as kids? It's like, listen to what we're talking about here. Like there were games where it was just a celebration of dunks, sneakers, Mm -hmm. like music. I I know 2k does it really well with music right now. And like, I guess that stuff, but I don't know about you, but when you play 2K now, it feels like you have to be like as good at, you have to know plays. You know what I mean? Yes. You have to like yes. actually be good at basketball. Like like for me growing up, I don't know if kids still do this. It's like you would have a sleepover at a friend's place and the four of you would just fire up the Super Nintendo and you know that oh, was the yeah. rest of the evening. As a grown man in his mid-30s, I'm still like, hey, can my friends sleep over? And we just like <laughs> plug in the the red, yellow, and white cords into a, a giant, giant TV. Just, Megan's like, like please. Megan's like please. You, yeah. You're a husband. You're a father. Like like please. Can, can but it's, we please I found move my on? copy of Warzone. You know we gotta play Warzone. Yeah, man. Um, even even like the first Resident Evil. Like yeah. I, I remember that was a big deal. Anyways, we're we're really well, reminiscing right now. Well, I I do want to ask you because yeah, the, as you said earlier, the 2K ratings came out and uh, KD. Uh, like p- players are still getting mad about their 2k ratings what do you think about that yeah see i was thinking about this and my theory my thing is like if i was a superstar in the nba like mm-hmm. anything 90 plus i feel like i'd be okay with but i totally get the ego thing so i'm looking at the top so the top rating that that uh Giannis has the top rating this year mm-hmm. at 97 and lebron steph kd Jokic, and Embiid are all at 96 and, and like you mentioned, you know, KD, as, as he does, you know, was was on Twitter uh, firing back <laughs> at, you know, Ronnie 2K and the whole 2K mm-hmm. team. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I'm like really, really one of the top players, 95 plus, I'm not too fussed about. But I get it, man. It's so competitive with these guys. I, I, yeah. I would say I wouldn't complain, but I also will never be an NBA superstar. So I really can't put myself in their shoes. Yeah, and the fact that there is one guy to blame with Ronnie, Ronnie 2K, is like, that, that's that got to be tough for him, and also he probably gets all the fame for it, but it's like, yeah, you get your 2K rate, it's like getting your report card, and you and you know who the teacher is as an NBA player, and you're, it's just this dude who, you know, I, I don't know his background, I'm not going to throw any shade, but like, I'm like, Ronnie, man, you know him better than a 97, you know? Yeah, and I think it's tough, because like, they really just go at him you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like clearly you know without doing extensive research there's like an entire team behind this yeah and there's like entire <laughs> algorithms built around like how to calculate these ratings so for me too i think if you're just a regular nba player like not a star player like you're in the rotation like like you know you've established yourself i think the cutoff to be upset is like an 80 I feel like yeah. anyone above eighty, like you're 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 a decent player. You're a decent to above average player. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like if you if you feel a certain way about yourself and 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 you're getting an under eighty rating, like a seventy eight doesn't look very good. Well, why'd you say seventy eight? <laughs> <laughs> because I saw because I saw I my boy Gary Trent oh, no. Jr. actually get get oh, get a seventy eight. Okay, yeah, who else got a seventy eight? They put Russ at seventy eight too, and I'm like, mm, come see, on. See, yeah, see, that's a tough one for me. Like, I feel like for all the flaws that Russ has, like, he's an 80 player. Yes, like, like maybe absolutely. you can give him in the individual, it, like, kind of in the in, in individual categories, like, you know, three-pointers or even defense, whatever it is. Like, maybe you can give him a very low rating in those areas because, you know, he hasn't been very good in those areas. But, like, as an overall player... 
No, I feel like that's too affected by like public perception. And, yeah, like, the exactly. Conversation public perception, it. and like yeah. we know these ratings aren't based on like you know um, late game decisions or anything like that. Unless they are, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. But I'm like, come on, we got to have a little bit more respect for a former MVP. You know, broke Oscar Robertson's you know triple double record. Like, come on, that's. It's yeah. um it's tough to see. I, I hate to see my guy get slandered in every way possible right now. Yeah, I'm sure you have a different opinion uh, on the whole conversation about whether, you know, you want Russ to be part of the Lakers because this is obviously a huge talking point. Do, do you th- yeah. are you excited to see the Westbrook Patrick Beverly backcourt? I really am. And in okay, so like the reports that come out. I guess this is an off-court story we could talk about yeah. a little bit. You know, like, you, he gets traded. They obviously have their past. But it's like, I don't know. You, you've played competitive sports as a kid. Like, you're going to have your rivals. But if they're on your team, you're going to be like, let's see how this goes. You're going to make a phone call. Like they said, I love the reports where they're like, they have been in contact. You know? It's, it makes it seem so ominous. They're two adult men going to play for the Lakers. Of course, they're going to be they're gonna be fine. And if they're not, we'll hear about it and I'll, I'll eat my words. No, no, CJ will actually just eat his words on air. Like, we'll actually have a segment. We'll, Type we'll, them out. We'll print out your words, and you'll just actually have to eat a piece of paper, and we'll clip it. Um, you know, as part of catching up, too, especially because I've been spending my summer kind of packing up a lot of things at my place, and mm-hmm. as I always do, just, like, uh, give them all to my parents because um, yeah. they have a bigger place and they have, a you know, actual storage space because um, my actual storage is also full. But we're not here to talk about that. Um, so <laughs> Wait, you, you have a storage locker? <laughs> I have a storage locker. It's a small storage locker. Which, okay, which we gotta I've, compare uh, them. At some yeah, point. yeah, yeah. I, as I'm as I'm having this conversation, I feel very disgusted with myself at the moment. But it's um, bad. it's bad. Yeah, but I know you recently moved, and and uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, you know, you, you obviously you know became a father recently, mm-hmm. and you know people who who watch some of the video clips or know you know you have you know a huge collection of memorabilia and sneakers. So like, what what is yep. the uh, life update on the storage situation? The storage, oh man, when I first had the storage center or storage locker um, obtained, you know, it was like neatly bringing stuff over there, stacking it in a very organized fashion. Um, I just had to go back there this past weekend to grab some dress shoes for a wedding, which is, it shows my priorities when my dress shoes are, are stored away from my home. Uh, like the most practical thing that yeah, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> It is um it is jackets upon jackets just like I mean our logo is a starter jacket there's a I I know there's like a bulls starter jacket just sitting on top of a pile of just so many jackets so many loose sneakers like I was looking for I had a pair of Ferris Bueller Dunks which um you know are worth a lot now and I could only I wanted to wear them I could only find one like the left the left shoe um and so that's that's how messy it's looking over there right now but um i'm gonna i'm doing if anyone lives out here in la i'm uh i just signed up for to have space at the rose bowl flea market which is i don't know if you Mm. know about it alex it's pretty legendary in terms of like yeah but tell the listeners tell the listeners about it yeah it's been going on for decades, but uh, the Rose Bowl, as we all know, that plays you know home of some of the biggest uh, college football games. They, I think it's every second Sunday of the month. They their whole space are just flea market. It's a flea market, just vendors selling. I, I mean, before this like boom of vintage, it was where you can go and get like a crisp. Um, or just perfectly worn and aged, like Jordan Nike Jordan ninety three T. Um, it, you can find the most random stuff. It's people selling their collections, right? And um, and so it's kind of vintage uh, people all across the world always talk about. Oh yeah, I can't you know wait one day to go to this flea market. It's like I go every month, and and I usually just go as a customer, and now I'm going to go as a as a vendor. I'm going to sell some stuff. That's amazing. That's amazing. How yeah. do you, how have you, you ever know, sold? How you, have you ever? No. So it's funny because I've been talking to some friends here locally um, who own like restaurants and like different spaces mm. and like they do pop up sometimes, right? Like they'll invite yeah. vendors to, to like, you know, sell different things. And like uh, one of my friends here has been talking about doing like a vintage, like a vintage pop up where they'll it, invite yeah. a couple people around the city. And I was thinking it'd be good for me too. Like, you know, I can just grab some of the, like, because I, I collect a lot of like vintage teas. And mm-hmm. like it'd be cool for me to just grab a bunch of teas and, and just sell them at like one price point, 
like yep. here's like 20 like 25 dollar tees or whatever it is or like you know if they're more rare maybe 50 dollar tees but nothing like egregious like i just want for me at this point it's like anything that i don't want to keep like i kind of just wanted to get it in the hands of people who will enjoy them and appreciate it and that's the beauty of a lot of these flea markets is that you you know there's a face to who you're selling these things to and and i've i've been a a vendor like a year and a half ago and i've sold some stuff at a pretty discounted rate because i know i I knew the person was gonna enjoy it or they had like a story like oh man i had this shirt when i was a kid and i'm like in the like but like 100 bucks is too much which actually is like sort of an average price of a a really good tea these days but i was like oh yeah if you're gonna really enjoy it like i'll give it what do you got 60 bucks let's do it you know and it's like you do feel good about that and ultimately you are also are just trying to create space so i'm like you know if if you want pieces of my collection is what i'm trying to say just come up with a story and we will figure it out you know what i mean yeah just just lie to cj just make up a story (laughs) any tc just be like wow just be really vague about it just be like yeah this was a part of my childhood yeah just don't go into detail yeah, yeah, it's like a Bronny James t-shirt. This is a part of my... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This really uh, takes me back. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. But the moral of the story is we're clearing space so we can buy more stuff. Let's, 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 yes. let's be very clear about that. Yeah. Before we get out of this, what, what would you say is your, your favorite NBA uh, vintage tee that you own? Oh, man. You know, it's funny because I'm flipping through it. Um, you know, actually, I, I actually like... Uh, a lot of these bootleg tees that came out in, mm-hmm. in the late 90s and early 2000s with like all the NBA logos on them. Yeah, so I have yeah. one that's like a bootleg, I think, from like Malaysia that like randomly has like nine to like 11 of the team logos. So you have like the Sacramento Kings, like the New Jersey <laughs> Nets, and it's just like a white tee. And like it, it really does take me back. I think like Supreme did something similar a few years ago when they did an NBA capsule mm-hmm. and like J.R. Smith was like a part of it. Um, for me, it's anything kind of honestly, like actually, like kind of that that bootleg type culture, which which I think yeah. is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Let's take a break. We'll come back, and I, I guess you know we had to spend these weeks for the season. I, I, again, I want to keep getting to know you. Let's talk about some of our favorite uh, finals games because you watched that Serena match, her last. Yeah, one. yeah. Let's let's definitely talk about it and inspire. We, we have a fun little segment, yeah, that we're inspired by by watching that. So when we come back and running the break, we'll, we'll talk on that. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DK Hoops for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back on Running the Break. Now, Alex, you know, we talk about the downtime from the NBA. I feel like all the trades and transactions have been done. Maybe there's a few more that are happening. But, you know, right now is a time where I'm, I've been really just, like, available to watch some other, other sports. And, dude, like, this past week, Serena's final match, did you get a chance to watch? Yeah, it was amazing, man. And I always like watching the U.S. Open in general. You know, I think it's just mm-hmm. a really great atmosphere. Like, I've had the chance to be there in person. And, like, the night matches, like, like at center court is just, like, amazing. And, you know, obviously Serena, you know, this being, you know, her last U.S. Open and really her, her final run as a, as a tennis yeah. player. Um, yeah, it was, it was incredible to watch. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like, just the the end of an athlete's career and especially the goats you know when you're talking about someone like serena it's it's a real surreal thing like you know sometimes i sit back and like whenever these guys these you know men and women kind of come through and dominate such a huge part of our our lives like seeing tiger woods you know in in the player's box cheering on serena i was like damn like these are two athletes that i grew up watching and you know we see tiger now too like towards the latter end of of his career like you you know you talk about nostalgia all the stuff we talked about in the first segment like this stuff makes me nostalgic too it's just you know you you grow with these with these athletes you know you remember watching them as a kid and then you know 20 25 years later they're still dominating their sport like serena went so far for you know not to say I, i don't know the average age of tennis players but it she for her to compete at that level and go out the way she did was incredibly impressive um and and yeah it just reminded me of some of my favorite games uh, of players last last games were it's like we knew serena is is about to retire that she was retiring and i just remember like getting that news like mid-season of from an nba player you, you end up watching some of these players games way more closely and that last game is always it's like out of a movie right yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it, it did get me thinking about like kind of the all-time final games for like NBA players, and especially in modern day that we've witnessed. And you know, I, I think I think number one for me, and you probably have this very high on your list too, has to be mm-hmm. Kobe's sixty-point game uh, against Utah. And, and you know, the thing people don't may, maybe they don't remember because the final final game was so great. Like there was so much hype around that farewell tour, and it just wasn't a good Lakers team. And there wasn't a lot of great moments, right? And it was a frustrating season. It was a frustrating last few seasons for for Kobe to end his career in LA the way he did. But you know, all I think all we remember now is is that final game. All we remember now is that sequence at the end of the fourth quarter when you know he just completely went off. And you had guys like you know Jack Nicholson obviously was there. Jay Z was mm-hmm. there. Like the who's who's were there, and it was just such a dramatic moment. And I always love it because that was the same night that the Warriors uh, set the all-time wins record, and uh, they were definitely the number two story of the night. For three, Lakers will get a chance to take the lead, and look who has the ball. (laughs) With half a minute to play, Bryant for the lead. Yes! Kobe Bryant gives the Lakers the lead. For this game, this is this takes it to an absolute another level. One of the most incredible farewell performances for any athlete ever. A 60-point game for Kobe Bryant. You are watching one of the greatest performances in the history of this game. Yeah, I, I remember watching that, and I mean that that season in general was just so nuts. With you know the the Warriors seventy three or how many yeah seventy three wins, mm-hmm. and you know it ended up being the Cavs championship, and seeing this dude who we watched since he was a high schooler like uh, just become a star in L A. and yeah to go for sixty. It's just like, and people are like, oh, the defense was giving it to him or whatever. And it's like, you still got to drop 60 points, you know? Like, I could not, 
there there were a lot of guys he was hitting some hard threes it was it was wild and it was like truly again like when i when i said cinematic it's like out of a movie like the best screenwriters couldn't write a moment um as triumphant and, and just awesome as that yeah and, and like i think it's so perfect for kobe's last game to to be one where he took 50 shots 50 shots 60 points i honestly don't know if we're ever <laughs> gonna see that stat line no, like, again no, no, no. and kobe only i feel like kobe's the only one who's getting that green light no yeah. it's incredible man it's it's one of those clips where i feel like uh, i still pull up on youtube all the time uh any other ones come to mind for you i uh you know for some reason on nba tv they they we're showing uh the game six against the jazz it was jordan's last uh game Mm. as a bowl and you forget about those last few minutes like everyone remembers the final shot but the bulls were down and Mm. jordan hit a crucial layup and then he also had just this like extremely methodical i feel like just like sneaky steal from carl malone and then it was that just like slow dribble you know it was like very in control i'm taking the last shot and everything about you know as we we look back at jordan and his career very storybook it was like very controlled he brought the ball up crossover on byron russell and then hit that jumper and held the the follow through here comes chicago 17 seconds 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six jordan That may have been, who knows what will unfold in the next several months, but that may have been the last shot Michael Jordan will ever take in the NBA. And then, yeah, they won their six championships. That that was a really memorable one. I remember as a kid being like in the back of my head knowing it was probably going to be his last game with them. I think for me, too, uh, a more recent one as well was, was Dwayne Wade's retirement and, mm-hmm. and, you know, his final game. In Brooklyn against the Nets, when when the rest of the banana boat, you know, LeBron, uh, Melo, and CP all showed up, and, yeah. and, and Dwayne Wade had had a triple double in, in that final game. I thought that was a really cool moment because you know we've obviously you know it, it's been documented just just that friendship, you know, b- b- between the four of them. And I'm mostly just glad Dwayne Wade got a chance to go back to Miami, you know, because because we remember he had a brief run with the Bulls and he had a brief run with the Cavs, mm-hmm. and he's just one of those players who only really ever looked good in one uniform, you know? Dwayne Wade, say goodbye to Miami with a win. And 30 points. But yeah, him as a Heat, like when you retire with the team that you started off on and spent most of your time with, that again, just, uh, it's very storybook. Yeah, and that's what I wonder too, because I think that was the draw for someone like Kobe and even though Dwayne Wade switched teams a few times, like he spent the majority of his career in Miami, like we don't see a lot of those guys anymore, right? You know, obviously mm-hmm. we had Dirk. You know, I think it's cool what Giannis is doing in, in Milwaukee. But it did, did make me think, and I wanted to pick your brain on this too, is like just looking ahead to like final games of, of guys that are playing right now. And, yeah. and I think number one has to be lebron like lebron's final game is is going to be like you know people say everybody loves to say it's gonna be a movie but i feel like this one's actually gonna be a movie like they're actually gonna be filming a movie uh on the day of like about it and and then you think about potentially with with ronnie and bryce like his two sons involved as well and i'm thinking too like you know like this is up your lane like i'm thinking about the nike campaign that's gonna be around this like like there's gonna be a lot of planning like we saw this with serena too right like like Mm -hmm. nike brought out a lot of custom sneakers you know had a commercial obviously ready for for after her final game and we saw like gatorade change their signature g logo to an s for serena like i you know they're gonna pull out all the sops for for this lebron game and for you personally i hope it does happen in la like like i think I think it's kind of the right place, or maybe yeah. he ends up back in Cleveland. I don't know. Like, I feel like he's going to have to decide where he wants that final game is going to be. The the whole wrinkle where he, he's going to play with Bronny and Bryce is, you know, I, I would say it was going to be the Lakers, but the fact that he now, he not only did he, was he like, oh, I want to play, oh, I want to play and retire where Bronny is, now, now Bryce too. And it's like, Bryce isn't going to be in the league for like four more years at, at the earliest. So I think it's going to be a Tom Brady situation. You know, I think, I really do think LeBron is becoming 
Tom Brady type thing as long as he keeps his body together and like I, you know I don't think we're gonna see a sharp decline in his game but like I, I really do think now that the Cavs made that Donovan Mitchell trade and they're looking good and like they they could probably even like make it far with like a half as good LeBron maybe maybe we see that in cleveland regardless cleveland or la it's gonna be it's gonna be special and like as a businessman they're de- we're definitely gonna know about it before that season starts whatever his last farewell season is gonna be yeah i will say though one wrinkle is that once you bring in Bronny and bryce that's three roster spots that's a lot of <laughs> roster spots to take up so actually my 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 big prediction for this is like i think lebron will do this actually on like an opening night of a season like like if Bronny and Bryce is in the league, like he'll he'll you know obviously play, he'll play. I think he'll do it on opening night and then he'll just retire. Like like the yeah. season before will be his last season and maybe it'll just be more like ceremonial. And and, and one one thing I think would be super cool. And I guess now that like you mentioned, like Bryce is now in the picture as well because forever it was like LeBron and Bronny. When it was LeBron and Bronny, I thought they could end the final game. Or in the final game, recreate, you know, that classic D-Way to LeBron alley-oop oh, yeah. uh, that they did in Miami? Like, they should just recreate that in-game. Loose ball, rebound, gobbled up by Dwayne Wade. Here he comes with LeBron. Oh, again, a crusher from high above the rim at the Bradley Center. But, you know, now Bryce, now Bryce is, uh, you know, in the picture. I don't know what's like, what's like an iconic, like three man, like play that's taking place in the NBA. I can't think of I'm one. telling you, as a callback to NBA Street, it's going to be one of those like off the heezy, like double alley oop, <laughs> game breaker type dunks. With Bronny and Bryce and, and, and LeBron Sr. But, uh, you know, uh, before before we take another break, I will say the, the actually the, the underrated farewell game or last game uh, that I'm waiting for is Udonis Haslam. Whenever it happens, oh like if my it, ha- God. When, when it happens waiting, in 15 man. years, Keep yeah, waiting. 15 years from yeah. now when Udonis finally oh. retires, like we oh. all thought he was going to be retiring this year, just signing it, I think, a year extension. But I feel yeah. like he's valuable on, on a roster. Yeah, well, I, I want Udonis when he retires, when he checks in for his final game. He pulls off his warm-ups, and he's just wearing a suit underneath because he's, <laughs> he's been a part of the coaching staff all along. So I think, yeah, yeah. I think he's got a change in his uniform. But, like, one more. I think the other final game I would be super interested in, and, like, this one feels, like, a bit far out, too, because he's playing so well right now. For me, it's Steph. Uh, mm, because just yeah. thinking about the legacy in Golden State, and I think it's very comparable to, to what we talked about with Kobe. And I'm interested in the stats that he'll put up too because, like, man, we talk about the 60 points and, like, 50 shots by Kobe. I'm expecting Steph to pull up from three, like, 40 times that game. Like, like, yeah. like, like, like I feel like there's got to be something, like, just, like, extraordinary that's got to happen there. And, again, it just goes back to, like, the fanfare, right? Like, the fans' relationship with the player. And, and right now, when I think about the NBA, you know, I think I put Giannis up there, too. But, like, the, the relationship that Steph has with that fan base is, is like, one of a kind to me. Yeah, do you think it's going to happen in Golden State? Yeah, I don't think Steph is ever going anywhere. You did um, see that story and, though recently, right? What? What's 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 this new well, rumor? He, he, I, I think this. Uh, it's not so much rumor. I mean, you know, again, off season, everyone's digging for for some sound bites. But if any, he said if he had to consider any other team, it'd be you know the Hornets. And now I'm okay, like, yeah, and, cause, and cause all, of, all of a sudden, yeah. A, a, yeah, a bunch of photoshops came out. And I'm like, I could see that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the connection is so strong there, and like. Almost feel like like they have to end it with Steph and Clay together, and, and Draymond to an extent too. You know, I think the three of them are just so tied together. But I don't know. We'll see, man. Like I know Steph is like what thirty four, thirty five, but he's not slowing down anytime soon. So so yeah, we're not yeah. we're not gonna need to have this conversation for a bit. But yeah, let's let's take a break, and when we come back, let's let's dive into just some things that that we've been into lately in in, in, yeah. the, uh, in the NBA and basketball. Let's do it. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. 
only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back on Running the Break. I'm Alex, here with CJ. CJ, I thought, you know, as, as we're pacing ourselves for, for the start of the NBA season, you know, it could take a moment to, to kind of just, you know, we could do this recurring, actually, to, to kind yeah. of just dive into things that, that we're into, that, that we're into in the NBA and basketball space, um, you know, that, that other people might not be aware of, things that we want to point out. Um, so so I've, got, I've got myself a few things on this list, but, but I was wondering, too, if you've got anything that you want to bring to the table. <laughs> Um, I saw you put this in the rundown. I always like to give, you know, some love to uh, some really creative, again, like creative ways that people are celebrating the NBA in the game. Yeah. And this account on Twitter started popping up on my timeline. And sometimes I, for, I think people create these accounts specifically for me. Um, and then they gain traction. This is how I find friends like you. But there's an account out there right now called NBA Film Tweets. Where <laughs> yes, this is amazing. Yeah. They're just curating screenshots of NBA players talking about movies. And that sounds boring, but it's just, you know, when, when you get an NBA player to feel like a, a relatable, just like boring person, that's actually incredible content. So it's like, I'll pull it up right now. But um, the, the best one that I saw was like uh, DeMar DeRozan's um, journey um, into... Let's see. Trying what movie was it? Oh yeah. So okay, here here are three tweets, all all screenshotted and and uh, made into one post. Uh, this happened. This is a tweet from February twenty third, two thousand ten. It's Demar Derozan's first tweet. Any anybody seen Shutter Island? You know, very norm. It's like a normie tweet. And then next tweet about to check out Shutter Island. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Third tweet, Shutter Island is a cool little movie. Like, what yeah, this, incredible... This, this is mid-season. Yo, this is, this is truly like a, like a play in three acts, uh, uh, basically, across <laughs> yeah. three tweets. No, I, yeah, I don't know how I came across this. So, like, they only have about, I think, like 20 tweets at the moment. But uh, I think, you know, they're definitely building an audience. Everybody should follow NBA Film Tweets. I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the tweets right now. Um, trying to find ones we can actually read. Um, yeah. Uh, there's yeah. So there's one from Chris Paul that just says, "Anyone know where I can get that movie? Love don't cost a thing with Nick Cannon <laughs> and Christina Milian on DVD in New Orleans. Like this is from 2011. Um. I just love the idea of CP on January 16th, 2011. Like think about this tweet. This is in midseason. Like like he's probably just hanging out in New Orleans." And it was sent. It was sent on the Twitter for BlackBerry app. So oh CP is God. is really just on the BlackBerry trying to find a DVD of of Love Don't Cost a Thing, which uh, which is just incredible to me. The other one that I love is Mike Conley saying the new Planet of the Apes movie <laughs> is worth seeing. I liked it a lot. 
they did a good job with apes. <laughs> like we, you know what? We're gonna need we're gonna need every NBA player to to just actually review movies for us as well. Yeah, they need to fill this account with current current movie reviews. Like Jason Tatum, this was from 2012, so he would have been like 12. I feel like, but he. <laughs> He tweeted, saw the movie Possession tonight. Wasn't that scary? And it, it's like, little did he know, 10 years later, later he would have just played in the finals uh, and, and be one of the, the best players in the league. It's just, it, right. these are incredible time capsules. Yeah, the, the other thing I love, uh, the other one I love too is from Chris Middleton, uh, who asked in 2014, is it considered lame if I go see a movie by myself during the daytime? And Chris, the answer is no, man. Yo, going to watch yeah. a movie... In an empty theater in the afternoon is honestly one of the most uh, chill experiences that you can have. Underrated. Underrated. No, no. Um, very, very underrated. All right. What other shout-outs we got here? Uh, what else should people be checking out who are, are fans of the NBA? Yeah. So one of the things that I've been looking for, speaking of creating spaces so we can buy more stuff, <laughs> is um, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find a, a vintage N1 uh, trash talk tee. Yes. Now people obviously remember the N1 street ball, uh, you know, era, uh, and, and people who grew up, you know, in the 90s and early 2000s might remember they used to put out these really brash like trash talk tees. It would have a silhouette of a player, and mm-hmm. then they would just have like trash talk, like street ball trash talk sayings on it. Like like I remember one um, that I saw recently where uh you know it had a bunch of basketball players uh you know in a church with a basketball hoop and it just said uh go to church pray you don't guard me so that's like the level (laughs) of like just straightforward trash talk and it was like a really loud really brash type of tea i feel like you could find it at malls everywhere once upon a time uh so i I feel like i feel like i don't know like i feel like the 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 vintage you know graphic tea is is something that's that's going to be a staple and is never going to go away and, and I feel like if, if you consider yourself a true hooper, I think that's something that you should definitely uh, definitely look into. Yeah, my, my two contributions to that is one, I have an and one T that I uh, that I got like a year ago, um, and it has one of my favorite sayings on there. It's a, uh, you must be a comedian because your game's a joke. Like, just <laughs> that's like a perfect. That's perfect. For you, perfect right? one for me. Yeah, I was. I saw that, and I was. It, 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 <laughs> I was like, happy birthday to me. I think I paid, yeah, I paid way too much for, for that t-shirt that would have went for four bucks like two years yeah. ago. Um, now I feel like everyone's looking for those and one T's. And then another thing, I'm going to pitch this idea to you and anyone who listens yes. to the pod, tell me if you'd buy this, one of these shirts, it's the and one guy, but he's apologizing for all the, the mean things he said to people. Oh, so it's just like, okay. And it, okay. The, so it's like a next guy. era. Like it's like, he's yeah. moved on. Yeah. He's like, guys, I'm really sorry. We should just be celebrating the game of basketball, <laughs> yeah. you know? And he's just like, <laughs> he's like yeah, everything for is just for the love of the, it's like a love of the game capsule or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> no, hey, I'm like did I, you, <laughs> do you want my league pass password? I'm really sorry for all those bad <laughs> yeah, things yeah. I said. Yeah. <laughs> No, I actually think that'd be awesome. Once again, this is why I said at the start of the show, uh, <laughs> brands uh, brands need to reach out and spend their their hard earned marketing and focus uh, focus group uh, money on uh, on CJ. Like like my you brain, know, there's a I'm, yeah, there's a free teachers idea right said there. that my brain was polluted, but I actually I think like the common man, uh, the common person who wants fun things. That's how I operate. Yeah, that's right, man. Um, I also wanted to shout out. You know, former Raptor. You know, we don't have enough Toronto references on this show. I want to shout out former <laughs> Raptor, Sergi Baca. You know, yes. his song. Uh, he dropped a whole album uh, on Spotify. And I know when Serge was here, we actually talked a little bit about this. Like, he was, he had a huge interest in just getting into the music business. And, you know, he his, his song Champion uh, recently made lots of news because it's been streamed over 35 million times. Uh, that's crazy and and i love that this is a record so he passed dame lillard and and is now (laughs) the most streamed uh nba artist on on spotify uh when have we gone too far uh in terms of just creating records for nba players (laughs) i mean that's the thing is is like surge is not new to this he had a cooking show which you worked on you know he's known for his fashion i had no idea he was even a good musician look breaking streaming records that's insane like lebron could never do that kd could never do that 
No, I need every NBA player to contribute a track on, on Spotify, and let's just <laughs> let's let's just battle it out. But no, people should check out Champion. It's actually it's actually a banger. Um, and 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 another thing I wanted to shout out. So I think a lot of people are familiar with like Mitchell and Ness throwback jerseys and things like mm-hmm. that. And we I think when we think NBA, when we think Mitchell and Ness, we think NBA throwbacks, right? Mm-hmm. And and I just want to shout out because um, I recently you know had a chance to pick up actually I had a chance to to, to, to to connect with the Mitchell and S brand and I didn't know they had like a huge line of college basketball throwbacks as well and I was able to grab uh, an Allen Iverson Georgetown throwback you know I feel like that's classic I, I, I feel, yeah I feel like that's got to be I feel like that's got to be in the next wave we, we give NBA we give NBA jerseys so much love like even on yep. this show but but I feel like the college lane you know there's a lot of classics there too Pencil me in for UNLV, Larry Johnson, you know, oh, that classic yeah. one. Um, yeah. yeah, man, like, uh, there, there's so many classic ones. For, I'm trying to think of, like, the most classic NBA call. Like, I feel like that, maybe that Georgetown one with, like, the, what what was that design? That design is so unique uh, on the sides. Um, like, the crosshatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. Because, like. I always think back to like just rap videos mm. um, because so many of these guys like popularize it and like you know I think I think North North Carolina was already on the map but like Jay Z really popularized it you, you know when when he wore it and in the video I think with Maya um, but but I feel like you know I, I just feel like college jerseys don't get as much love as as NBA jerseys so I just want I yeah. just wanted to highlight that little fact. All right. This Michael Key, let's talk about this throwback clip because this is the perfect <laughs> piece of content that sums up our fandom and, and how we just like consume um, NBA content. But Michael Keaton's reaction to Vince Carter, the dunk contest. Give this some context as to why this is in our rundown. Yeah, so I actually just wanted to call this out because like I think the clip was posted earlier this week online because it yep. was Michael Keaton's birthday and this was the 2000 slam dunk contest, which was the iconic Vince uh, Carter dunk contest. And you know Michael Keaton does a courtside interview before uh, the contest and he's talking about Vince and and then we and then you know after Vince does uh, one of his many iconic dunks, this one specifically being the one where he puts his whole arm, uh, you know, into the basket. Uh, we just got this reaction from Michael Keaton. You know, honestly, for me, I was mostly impressed because uh, Michael Keaton was just getting a fit off. Man, he had a yellow ACG yep. hat on. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and he he then you know and and I think uh, I think I've read this online too. Like when he was when he was Batman, like he had a custom pair of like Jordan sixes that 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 he would wear. Yes, uh, yes, and and that's amazing too. So honestly, wanted to shout out the clip. But really, just wanted to shout out Michael Keaton for uh, for really getting a fit off at at the slam dunk contest. Let's go over to Reggie Theus with Michael Keaton. That's right, I'm over here. With a big fan of the the shootout, Michael. We're just talking about him. Who's your favorite here in the shootout? Before it started or now? <laughs> right now. I'm liking the German from Dallas. That's who I'm liking. I'm liking the whiskey. But I, but I I really thought it was going to be Iverson early on. Or Terry Porter, but I thought Iverson might just kick everybody's butt. Are you going to uh, come to the dunk contest? Who's your favorite in the dunk oh, contest? yeah. I'm liking Vince Carter a lot in that one. But uh, I think it's his cousin who plays with him. Isn't he his cousin? Plays with him looks awfully sweet, too. And uh, I think, but I think it's, uh, I think it's Vince. Yeah, we got to talk about at some point, like, the biggest NBA celebrity fans um, over the years. Oh, I know yes. we talked about it a little bit, but, like, yes. again, it, it's the perfect snapshot in time. Like, I know Keaton has had, like, sort of a resurgence in the past, but him to be courtside of the one of the most famous all-star moments or, or dunk contest moments is just like, oh, yeah, it was such a time, early 2000s, um, Keaton still, still killing it, but... You know, and now it's like people are going to talk about like Pete Davidson being at a game um, the way we talk about Michael Keaton now. So <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And 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 before we go, I just want to quickly shout out. So we've seen a lot of signature uh, sneaker deals lately. Mm-hmm. You know, Luka Doncic has his signature sneakers. Zion, uh, you know, is putting out his own shoe. I don't know if it's official yet. I think John Moran is going to get his own line, and I've seen a lot of chatter. Yep. 
about Devin Booker as well, which I think makes sense, you know, him being such a huge sneakerhead. And I think it's really cool um, to, to really usher in this new generation, right? You know, as much as I think Jordans are going to be timeless, you know, you talk about Kobe's, you know, LeBron's and even KD's, um, you know, it's great for this next generation to get some shine. But I want to shout out Candace Parker's signature line too. You know, Adidas puts mm-hmm. out this shoe called the Exhibit B, and I've been a huge fan of them. i got to get myself a pair. Um, they're a bit harder to find here in Canada, but I'll track one down. And I think it's super cool. I know we had Savannah on to talk about this as well. Um, but like the women's sneaker space. And to be honest, I don't know what the reason is. But like these women's sneaker signature sneaker designs to me are, are like way better than, yes. than than the men's designs. Yeah, these are I'm just looking at them right now and they're, they look very much inspired by the early Adidas Kobe's with like the crazy mm. eights but they're like yes. the colorways are incredible like they she had the exhibit a and the exhibit b's now and yeah i'm looking at them they're sold out everywhere um so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to track down a pair in the states and, and send it send you a pair alex but yeah man like I, I love you know cheryl swoops shout out cheryl swoops back in the day who was um one of the first uh female basketball players to get her own sig shoe uh I feel like have been weak attempts since not weak attempts from the, 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 the female athletes themselves, mm-hmm. but by the companies. And now, you know, once in a generation talent, like, like Candace Parker, like truly sometimes I'm like the owner of the nickname CP three more than Chris Paul. Like they battle back and forth as to who's, who's the most prominent, but um, much deserved for her to have a shoe. And I love to hear that uh, and see that they're, they're sold out nearly everywhere. Yeah, and I'm not surprised, you know, WNBA, you know, has has been getting a big push and and you know, I think I think it's just so cool for for WNBA fans to to be able to pick up, you know, sneakers, signature sneakers of of their favorite players. Um listen, CJ, wow. I guess uh I guess we don't need a <laughs> guess all the time. No, it's just more more time for us to talk about how we've uh wasted our money. Um not wasted. <laughs> Look at us. We're experts in the game. I, I, I could go another four hours talking about favorite things or stuff that I remember. So um, yeah, I really do enjoy these episodes. We're, we're experts of our own flaws, of, of our own weaknesses. Uh, I, I think I think that's the only uh, expertise that we have. But appreciate everybody, as always, listening to Running the Break. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review. And thanks again to our producers behind the scenes, Pete, Grace, and Kurt. And CJ and I will be back next week. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.